Hey, everybody. Welcome to Inside Situation, a bi-weekly podcast where we share with you some of the conversations we're having in the agency. I'm Peter Ejisic, head of technology at Situation. And normally, this is the part where I introduce one or two of my coworkers uh, and tell you the topic that we're going to talk about on the podcast. But uh, I'm flying solo today, and the topic of this podcast actually is podcasts. Uh, we love podcasts. In addition to making one, we also listen to them kind of obsessively. I'd say in the past couple of years, as they've grown in popularity, we're constantly having conversations here about what people are listening to and what they like. And so today, uh, we thought we'd bring some folks on to the podcast to make recommendations to you, our listeners, about some of the cool things we're listening to. It's a little bit of a throwback to a segment we used to do on the podcast called called Things We Don't Think You Should Miss. So um, without further ado, uh, here are some voices that may be familiar and some new voices making some recommendations on podcasts that we don't think you, our listeners, should miss. Here we go. Hi, can you tell us your name and the podcast that you think our listeners should listen to? Hi, I'm Nick Reed, and I feel like everyone should check out the Feast of Fun podcast. This podcast um, has been in my life for quite a while. Um, this is actually two gentlemen in Chicago, and they just talk about everything within pop culture that um, really relates to the LGBTQ, I guess, subculture cool. um, as well. And how did you, how did you hear about it? You know, Feast of Fun, formerly known as Feast of Fools, has been in my life for quite a long time. I actually started listening to it back in 2005. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to this podcast for 12 years. You know, I found it because, you know, uh, being a little gay boy in like... Mid, in the Midwest, Chicago, I wasn't really able to have an outlet or understand myself or anything related to this, like, culture I was, like, being put into just because of, you know, oppression um, <laughs> or so, anything. So you've, you found some common voices. You found some people that were, were relating to you. Yeah. And actually, it's quite interesting because this was back when podcasts were just started. Yeah, that had to be the early days. This was the first year of it, yeah. I believe. Um, so it was literally me going on iTunes and typing in the word gay. And, and um, it showed up. And it showed up. They were, they were titled The Feast of Fools colon gay fun show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sounds and, like, um, and has it been the same people doing it the whole 12 years that you've been listening to it? Yeah. It's a couple in Chicago named Mark. Aphelion and Fausto Fernos. If one of our listeners was going to get into that podcast, do you think it's something they could pick up with right where it is? Or, or do you recommend that they would go back and start to listen to some of the older stuff? Um, you can jump in whenever you want to, because really it's something that is very topical and of the moment. They talk about recent events. They talk about movies. They talk about things in the news, like controversies within um uh, the culture relating to LGBTQ issues. And they also talk about RuPaul's Drag Race because they love drag queens quite a bit. Um. <laughs> well, they must be thrilled that uh, so many more people are watching now. Or maybe not. I don't know. No, they definitely are. Um, yeah. You know, um, they really, um, I think, help to uh, expand people's thoughts and knowledge about not just drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race, but drag queens all over um, the world, you know, Um yeah, and they've helped me a lot into where I am today, just me listening. Fantastic. Well, that sounds like a wonderful recommendation, Nick. Thank you so much for recommending Feast of Fun. Yeah, of course. 
Hi, can you tell me your name and the podcast you recommend? My name's Keelan, and the podcast I would recommend is The Urbanist. It's a weekly podcast about the cities we live in. I love that one. Uh, I've been listening to it for a while. What, what, what drew you to it, uh, and what do you like about it? I think I've always been fascinated with cities. I was always really wanting to live in a city whenever I was growing up. I've lived in London, I lived in New York, and uh, New York is a fantastic city, but it's not necessarily the most livable city. And The Urbanist is focused on how we can make cities better and uh, improve our quality of life in cities. So I find that really interesting. And and it's a very, if, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, it's, it has a very global outreach. They talk about, you know, they bring in correspondence from all kinds of urban areas everywhere and, and talk about architecture and city planning and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. They have a lot of uh, urbanists and architects and mayors from around the globe. Uh, this past week, I was listening to a segment where they were talking about um, an entirely new constructed city in China, which the government has just commissioned, which is going to be three times the size of New York. Oh, my so, gosh. So, yeah, definitely really international topics that they're speaking well, to. I am behind, but I will look forward to that one. Uh, I, that sounds like a, a great topic, a very mm-hmm. interesting one. Um, so you, do you, who do you recommend this podcast for? What kind of person do you think would like it? I think anyone that dreams about living in another place, it's a great podcast that really transports you to another location, gives you a really sort of on the ground insight as to what it's like to live in a particular place. Although urbanism can feel a little bit dry I suppose it's definitely rooted in sort of the culture of a city as well so I find that really interesting and the topics vary from week to week although there is obviously a lot around uh, architecture and urban planning it will come at cities from different angles including accessibility and sustainability and arts and culture so I really like the human element that it adds on top of a physical city. Awesome. And and I will also throw in that they have some of the best accents that I've ever heard. So if you just like hearing how different people talk, I think that's a, a, a listening point for me as well. Um, do you, is it the kind of thing that you think people can pick up right where it is right now? Or do you think that they should go back and listen to earlier episodes? I think you can just pick up right now. Um, each episode is quite isolated. They also do a mini version, I think, once a week. It's called Tall Stories, where it's just a little five-minute snippet of something that's going on somewhere around the globe. So that's quite nice. Even if you're not sure that you want to commit to the full 30-minute listening experience, you can just listen to one of their Tall Stories, which is only five minutes long. Yeah, it's nice to have that snackable version yeah. from time to time. Well, Keelan, thank you so much. The Urbanist podcast. Indeed. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Hi, who are you and what podcast do you think our listeners should listen to? Hey, I'm Dana and um, one of my favorite podcasts right now is S-Town. S-Town. That one's very popular these days. I hear, I haven't listened to it yet myself, but I keep hearing everybody talk about it. What is it about it that you love? S-Town is awesome. It's by um, the creators of This American Life and Serial. So obviously already it has a recipe for success. Um, it follows this guy, John McLemore, who is this Southern guy from Alabama. And he contacts a producer on This American Life, um, a guy named Brian Reed, to kind of complain about the corruption and ongoings of this small town in Alabama. Um the only spoiler I'll give is S-Town stands for shit town. So that should kind of give you an idea of how he feels about it. Very intriguing. And, and I've, I've heard that in conversations where people have talked about it, that there is a twist or that, that it is something that can be spoiled if you go too far. Is that, yes, is that fair to say? Yes, that's totally true. Okay. Um, it 
The way that like they kind of brought you into it, the, all the previews about it made you think that um, there's been a murder and or going to kind of figure out what happened. And that definitely is touched upon. But there there there's a lot more than what it appears to be. Interesting. Yeah. The best thing about this is it's so layered and it's so rich and there's it, it kind of continuously every episode peels away and you're kind of shocked and riveted and not even that much happens exactly. I don't know. I loved it. But it it pays off. It totally pays off. That's cool. And and so, Dana, this I think I'm seeing personally a lot of this trend now of podcasts moving from, you know, just coming out every week or every other week for, you know, uh, ad infinitum versus – Podcasts that are kind of coming out in seasons, which I know Serial was very popular for. Yeah. Is this is this a fixed number of episodes? Do you does it have an ending? Yeah, um, it's seven episodes, and it's released in like the Netflix style of all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like that better because at the end of each um, episode, I mean, so much happens, and kind of being able to listen to it all together or in one period. Um, I don't know. I feel like it really kind of does it justice and works. I don't know if it would work as well if every week you were waiting for something. Right. Do you think they knew from episode one that it was going to be seven? Uh, I'm thinking, you know, because I I listened recently to uh, Missing Richard Simmons where they kind of stopped it after uh, they didn't. I don't think they knew in advance how many there were going to be. I'm curious. Do you think that they planned them all ahead of time? I'm actually really curious um, because I think for – Brian Reed, who was the one that created this and who's the host of it, um, when it started initially and he started talking to this guy, John, I think it was going one way for him. And there was just such a change that happened during the whole process of it. So Mm. maybe in the editing process, they had an idea that it would be seven episodes and they kind of um, mapped that out. But definitely when this started as a idea of something, it took a lot longer. I think they've said in interviews it was a three-year process. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. Cool. Well, Dana, thank you so much for the recommendation. I, I assume people should listen to the whole thing since it's only seven. Yes, you should definitely. Um, this is not one of the podcasts you could just start at a random episode. You should start at the whole thing. All right. S-Town. Look yeah. for it. Thanks, Dana. Thank you. Hi. Can you tell me your name and the podcast that you think our listeners should listen to? Hi, this is Katrin, and the podcast that I'm recommending is Reply All. I love that one. I've, <laughs> I I've been a, a long-time listener to it. What, what is Reply All about? Can so Reply All is a podcast about the internet, and that's a very broad uh, definition of what they do, but it also is very accurate. They sort of cover all sorts of things on the internet and memes, uh, things about security, sort of just like topical things that are happening on the internet that maybe you don't know all the details to, but you're interested in it if you like things on the internet, which is why I enjoy the podcast. And it was a spinoff, wasn't it? Didn't it start? I, I feel like uh, um, I should go back and look at that, but I, I'm pretty sure that the guys who do it used to work on another podcast, maybe Planet Money. I'm not sure because uh, they, they're, yeah. they're connected to Alex Goldman. But um, the thing I love about it when you say it's about the internet, but it's also just about a very real take on the internet yeah. and kind of the things that frustrate them about the internet as yeah. well. Um, one of one of the topics we were talking about before we started recording, they have a segment called uh, what, Super Tech Support? Super Tech Support. What is Super Tech song. Support? Um, Super Tech Support is when they come in, someone has a problem that they just can't fix and there's like they've tried the, you know, help on the website that they're frustrated with or something, but they just can't do it. They can't figure it out. So they come to Reply All and they ask Alex, like who used to work in tech support, um, 
to help them solve their problems. So some of the things have been like um, unsubscribing from like one of those cleaning services, that handy service. They like couldn't stop using it. There was no unsubscribe. And so finally he figured out how to get them to do it. There's another one where it's like this guy really wants Verizon Fios and he keeps seeing advertisements for it, but he can't actually get it in his neighborhood. So they try and like figure that out. Um, one of my favorite ones is when these people keep getting people showing up at their house saying, my iPhone's in your house because of the find my iPhone feature. Um, and it turns out to be this really wacky thing that like they're in a Wi-Fi desert. And so like the the Wi-Fi that they have is the only one in the area. So when you're looking for your phone, it like pings it to that one because it's wow. the closest one in the area because it's the only one in the area. So anyway, it's just like they sort of delve really deep into these tech um, and, and he's not afraid to like dive into it and just like get into the nitty gritty right. and call all these different people and email follow up and like hound people and like things that you would never do as a normal person to try and solve your problem. It's, it's like hiring a private investigator yeah. to, to kind of go and solve your tech problems. I it's just that. like so fun too. Cause I would never do that either. I'd be like, Oh, this is annoying and like move on. But like someone else is going to go fix it and f- right. figure it out. I'm very interested in the, the solution. I, I also like the yes, yes, no yep. topic, which is they basically sit down with their boss and try to explain kind of memes on social media. Mm-hmm. So it's like things that everybody finds hilarious and most people don't understand but pretend they do and they actually dive in until they all understand kind of what the reference yeah, is. Yeah, and it's called yes, yes, no because their boss is the no. He never knows what it is and then PJ and Alex do usually know what it is or partially know what it is. So their boss will come in and say, I read this tweet and here's what it is and it sounds like gobbledygook to someone who doesn't know what the meme is or what the joke is and so then they break it down into its individual parts and explain why it's funny or why what it's in reference to and I love the yes, yes, no because when I do, when I'm a yes, I'm really excited and I'm like, yep, I know what's up. And then when I'm a no, then I learn something. And I think that's really fun to like learn those kinds of little little things that other people may not know. And then you become like that much more knowledgeable about things happening on the internet. What what percentage of the time do you think you're a yes? Oh, very little. I think yeah, I'm like a too. yes, like maybe 25% yeah, of the maybe time. 25. Maybe 25. Yeah. But it's nice. It's fun because then it kind of pays off and you, you learn something. Exactly. And then I'm like, oh, then I tell other people, I'm like, did you know that this meme is blah, blah, blah. And I sound really smart about it. So well, you thank really you, smart. Reply All. Um, <laughs> so is this the kind of thing – you mentioned some great episodes from the past. Is this the kind of thing that you think people should go back and listen to the archives or, or pick up from just tomorrow? I think you can just start listening right away. Some of, There are some serialized episodes where you want to make sure you ca- like start at number one. Um, but most of them are just one-offs. And then I think if you go back, you can find like good gems. But they're usually one-offs. So it's okay if you just sort of like poke around yeah, or and, look and for greatest hits, I guess. I think one of the ones recently they, they set up front if it was the continuation exactly. of something else. So. Yeah. Well, Katrin, thank you so much. Reply all recommendation. Uh, you guys should listen to it. Thanks. Hi, can you tell me your name and the podcast that you think our listeners should listen to? Hi, I'm Ryan Patrick Durham, and the podcast uh, that I listen to that I think others should listen to is called Missing Richard Simmons. Yeah. Uh, can you? I referenced it when uh, we were talking to Dana before, but couldn't you tell our listeners what it's about? Yeah. So it's um, it's about Richard Simmons, shockingly, uh, and it's all about uh, this guy who goes on a quest to find him because he's kind of been out of the public eye and a recluse for the last three years. So he goes on this investigative journey and talks to you know tons of different people who Richard has met all over the country and his manager and his housekeeper and his brother in Louisiana, trying to find out. Where Richard Simmons is, and and can you because I think some of our 
younger listeners maybe aren't as familiar. Who is Richard Simmons? I mean, you and I, I mean, he was part of like <laughs> growing up. Richard Simmons is an icon. Yes. Not to use the word, you know, loosely. Oh, he definitely is. He, uh, well, he's a fitness guru. Right. And he's, um, I mean, I think every, you know, middle-aged mom in middle America has at one point or another listened or watched his tape sweating to the oldies. Right. Uh, he very, very, did a lot of infomercials. Infomercials. Right? Sold a lot of deal a meal. I think yes. it was when I was really young, that was his thing. Yeah. His big thing was all these like get healthy, but doing it in very uh, safe and attainable ways. Uh, he also owned uh, a gym in Los Angeles, Los Angeles called Slimmons. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he, and he was a nut job, just crazy over the top, huge personality. And he would go on talk shows all the time. Yeah. Like uh, he was famous for going on David Letterman a ton of times. Right. And then there was this big dramatic thing that happened on David Letterman and he stopped going for like a year or two or something like that. But, so, so he basically was this larger than life character who would very much insert himself in to make the lives of people who were trying to get healthy he became like their guru, their friend. And then the concept of the podcast is he just kind of stopped. He yeah. just kind of disappeared from public life. And this, the reporter who does the podcast, he just wanted to find out what happened. Yeah. So he, if you listen to the podcast, it actually, the, the uh, guy who hosts it, who goes searching for Richard had actually started going to Slimmons as kind of a joke and then really got into it and became good friends with Richard and, you know, would have dinner at his home. And then all of a sudden Richard just one day, Stop talking to everyone. And this is a guy, there's stories on this podcast that talk about how he would meet someone on, you know, the stairs of a stoop somewhere in Iowa. And they would talk for 30 seconds. He would take down their name and number. And then he would call them every single week. And it was wow. like that with hundreds of people. And there were people that had known him for, you know, their almost their entire lives for, you know, maybe 20, 30 years that they had been going to Slimmons. Uh, and he literally just stopped talking to Everyone one day just stop talking to everyone. And and what do you think about the kind of emerging trend? I think since serial of podcasts as investigative reporting and kind of using the form of of listenership and a weekly radio show or a podcast to kind of figure out a, a mystery. Is that something that you are a fan of? I mean, it's definitely engrossing. Mm-hmm. What what do you think about it as a style? Uh, I really like it, and it's. The podcasts that I tend to be able to binge listen to the most, um, and I actually I listen to another podcast called Up and Vanished, which was inspired by Serial, and that's a podcast that started off very very small and very kind of underproduced, um, but you can hear it progress as it goes long along, where it got a ton of read, uh, listenership uh, to it. I really like it. it. It it makes you want to listen to the next episode, and it has that continuity feel to it. Yeah, uh, it's like. Law and order, but a podcast, basically. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be surprising that people want to, you know, even when Dickens was publishing a lot of his, uh, you know, fiction work, he would do it in serialized form, right? Mm -hmm. It would come out in magazines and people were clamoring, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And it really creates that sense of appointment urgency. And what I think is exciting about Missing Richard Simmons is it has that, like, that investigative journalism feel to it, but then it's about Richard Simmons, so it's infinitely more interesting. Right. It's got it's got a uh, an appeal to that that crazy. Yeah, yeah, that. and especially for someone that you know, most people I would say twenty five years and older know and realize is this bigger than life personality. You throw that into the mix, it just makes it you know so desirable to listen to. Do you do you th- and because I think the podcast uh, was done largely without 
Richard Simmons' participation. Do you worry at all about this format being uh, something that exploits people in a, in a time? Because that's one of the things I think they, they do, spoiler, they wrestle with mm-hmm. in the podcast. How do you feel about that? They It's funny. They actually they touch on it towards, I think, in the last few episodes of the podcast. Um, it's a tough thing. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I think, and I don't know that they're exploiting the situation. I think, you know, Richard put himself out there and people were actually concerned about him because right. of the way he kind of stopped talking. Um, and Richard knew about the podcast the entire time it was being done. He just wanted no part of it. Yeah. He knew it was happening. He could have easily put his cease and desist order on it. His manager knew about it. So I think when someone's in the public eye like that, we kind of have a right to know. I mean, I hate to say that. It sounds yeah. a little presumptuous, but well, it, it is something. If if you if our listeners are interested in that, they do really, I think, examine that topic as part of it. So whatever side you may come down on, at least it's a conversation that they're not pretending isn't part of. And that's that's out. what I liked about do like about the podcast is that it uh, it explores those things beyond just you know where is Richard, but also why do we care where Richard is? So Mm -hmm. it goes a little bit deeper than just that surface level of where is, you know, Richard and his giant Afro. All right. Well, finding or no missing Missing Richard Richard Simmons. Simmons, Uh, Ryan, thank you for the recommendation. And you, you said you wanted to give honorable mention to one other podcast. Yes. One that uh, goes a little bit uh, deeper than a fitness guru who's gone missing is the TEDx uh, podcast, which I really got into on a drive back from DC one time. And really had the most fascinating thoughts and conversations after it and really made me realize uh, the format that TEDx works best in and appreciate TEDx a lot more. And I'm, I'm assuming there are lots of different topics that people can browse oh, through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a ton of different topics. What I, the ones I found most interesting are ones that talked about creativity cool. and kind of where creativity comes from. It's great. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for your recommendation. Thank you. Hi, what's your name and what's the podcast that you'd recommend? Hi, I'm Tori, and I would recommend the podcast Call Your Girlfriend. It's a podcast for long-distance besties everywhere, and it's by uh, Anne Friedman and Aminat Tussauds, and they're best friends, and they call each other every week to discuss uh, pop culture items and politics. Well, that sounds like it's really interesting. Now, do, do they – are they long-distance besties? Is that how it came about, or, or how did they come upon that topic? So they both met when they lived in D.C., but then Anne moved to San Francisco and Aminatu moved to New York. And then even for a while, they were on the same coast, but one was in L.A. and one was in San Francisco still. And now they're back being bicoastal besties again. So it's still like they weren't living close enough where they could see each other. So the phone calls happened and they kind of like had an idea for this podcast because they would call and riff on each other every week and they wanted the world to hear their shenanigans, I guess. That's awesome. And and how long have you been listening to it? So I've been listening to it for a couple of years, since about 2014. And I heard about it from my bestie, from my best friend. So it's kind of perfect. Yeah, I think everybody can kind of relate about that. I'm sure there's somebody in everybody's life that they've lost touch with. And whether it's through Facebook or something else, they like the opportunity to kind of reconnect with that person. And what a what a great way to do it if, if you know, to share kind of the banter that you've built up with one of your friends than to record it and have other people listen to it. Yeah, and they're hilarious. Like, I like to listen to them because it feels like I'm talking with my friends and my best friends, even though I've never met them. And I am not talking to them, but it feels 
feels good to be listening to them and, yeah. and what they're talking about. Well, I, th- I think that's one of the things that I've always loved about the podcast format is it feels very intimate. Like be, literally it's in your ear, right? And it's when you're doing all the things that you're doing in your life, whether you're on the train or in the gym or whatever, like, uh, you know, you, you feel like you really get to know the people that you're listening to because you've invited them into this kind of sacred space with you. That's so true. They're all my friends. Yeah. It's my friends Anne and Amina. And we, we chat once a week. And it's even good because you can listen to them over and pick up new things. So they always have recommendations that you're not with a notepad on the train writing down. So I'll like listen to them again and pick up all of their, their recos. That's awesome. And, and for people that want to listen to it, do you think it's the kind of thing that they should go back and listen to some old episodes or is it something that you can jump right into? This one you can definitely jump right into because they do have a certain rapport that you can pick up right away and they speak week to week from the pop culture and politics references. But because they're so awesome, I would start from the beginning just because it's it's nice to hear the genesis, but you can pick whatever topic looks interesting to you and kind of jump right in. And has it inspired you to maybe try recording conversations with your bestie? Oh my gosh, that would be... I'm sure we would think we're very hilarious. We already think we're very hilarious. And like, we're like, oh, that's a great joke. And no one would find us funny. But I don't know. To be decided. Stay tuned. (laughs) Well, if you do, Tori, I will definitely listen to it. You should let let our listeners know all about it. (laughs) Thanks, Peter. Sure. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Hi, what's your name and what's your recommendation? Hey, my name is Mark Seeley. And my recommendation is Throwing Shade. Throwing shade. I yes. feel like I've heard of it, but could you describe it? I'm not sure that I sure. It's a it's a comedy podcast uh, hosted by two comedians named Brian and Aaron, uh, and they tackle uh, like women's rights and gay rights issues of the week. So essentially, they go go through the headlines of what travesties are happening as far as women's rights and gay rights are concerned. But there's a total comedy spin to it. Okay. That, I'm glad you said that because I, I do – I remember hearing ads for it. I think they're part of a, the same podcast podcast network of some of the other ones that yeah. I listen to. Um, they're part of – oh, I'm blanking at the moment. Um, Maximum Fun? Ma- yeah, Max is Fun. It, okay, yeah, yeah which Max is a great fun. podcast yeah. network. There's a lot of great stuff on there. Um, and for for those of our listeners who might not – be familiar with the concept of throwing shade. Can you kind of describe what that means? Yeah, throwing shade means um, uh, polite insulting or mm-hmm. calling out um, people. Um, like passive aggressive? Yeah, passive, kind of, not even passive aggressive. It's like calling calling people out on truths. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> truths that need to be said. Exactly. But don't necessarily get confronted. Exactly. And and is, is so you said it's a it's a comedy podcast. Uh how long have you been listening to it? Now uh, probably three years, wow. I'd say. Yeah. Been listening a long, long time now. Yeah. yeah. It comes and, out every Thursday morning. And and so that's one of the things we haven't really talked about uh yet in this episode of the podcast is that the concept of that appointment listening. You've been listening you've you've certainly invested, you know, I can't think of too many things other than podcasts where I've made an investment of many years like that. You used to right. watch like TV shows for years. How important is it that you, you know, it comes out when you expect it to come out on that Thursday morning? Is it, is, do they ever miss that schedule or is it something that you look forward to weekly when it, it's, when it shows up? Yeah, it's certainly something I look forward to because, well, I have like a regimen of podcasts. So mm-hmm. I, I listen to, um, 
uh, Dan Savage's, so that comes out on Tuesday, and I listen to, like, Mark Marin, his comes out on Monday. So, like, there's yeah. it's like a weekly schedule, so, like, by the time Thursday rolls around, uh, it's, and, it's throwing shade day. And they've never really met. They've debuted early, mm-hmm. so they've come out on, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday, but they, I don't, not in my time, have missed one. Yeah, and, well, and it becomes a part of the the heartbeat of your week, right? Like right. you know, if you're listening to something on a Thursday, that it's almost the weekend. Exactly. So, yeah, 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 that's actually very true. Yeah, and and for people that might want to check it out, is it is it the kind of thing? How is it is it like topical events where it's like current events and news, or is it the kind of thing that you would recommend people go into the back catalog and listen to, or should they just pick it up where it is right now? Well, it's certainly topical, so it's definitely like week to week of what's happening in the moment. Um, you don't need to like go back to the beginning. It's not like a serial or a, an S-Town, something like that. You can definitely pick it up week to week. The only reason I would recommend going back at least a few episodes is like the comedy. and ba- It's like two best friends talking. Mm-hmm. So I think the comedy and banter is... Um, you just have to get used to how they jive and like the right. sense of humors. So it takes a few episodes to get into that groove of like, since you listen to like, you're jumping into a conversation of two friends. Right. So just like understanding like their dynamic. So we've talked a little bit to, um, we've had people talking about both podcasts that are finite, that have like a season versus podcasts that just kind of are open-ended and keep going. And this sounds like, the latter. Oh yeah. Um, sure. do, do you think they can keep it up forever? Or do you, do you do you see it continuing for years and years? I yeah, I certainly do. I mean, even I, even when I picked it up, it was it was already on for like three years prior. So it's been on for a long time, and yeah, I don't see them slowing down. And they actually just did uh, a short season on TV Land of a TV show of Throwing Shade. So they're awesome. they're growing so i don't think that hopefully you know knock on wood if they're listening uh don't to not stop because it was um they're, yeah they're hilarious and it's really really funny cool well yeah. mark thank you so much for your recommendation yeah, people sure. should check out throwing shade yes cool all right thank you sure hi what's your name and what's your podcast i'm sarah shepherd and my podcast is the dead pilots society the Dead Pilots is hot. I don't know if I know that one. Can you describe what it's about? Absolutely. So it is a uh, podcast where every month they released an unproduced TV pilot. So this is a pilot that got probably pretty long through the uh, the uh, the pickup process with the network. Like the network was like, yes, we want this pilot. Let's go through show notes. Let's make it happen. And then by some horrible twist of fate, the pilot never actually gets made. It never actually shoots. Now, okay, so it never actually shoots, so it's not the audio of a produced pilot. It is people reading the script of yes, a pilot? Yes, and it's uh, it's usually in front of a live audience, which I can't wait till they do one in New York because oh I God. will go in a heartbeat. But it's these unproduced comedy pilots that they then get to kind of dreamcast uh, cool. with whoever they want, sometimes to the point where it would like be entirely unrealistic. To ever have that um, if they did get to produce the pilot, which is cool. Is there one episode that sticks out to you as kind of the er episode that if our uh, listeners wanted to check it out, they should start with a particular one? <laughs> uh, I think every single one of them is perfection, but like there's two that stick out to me quite a bit. Um, the first being uh, John Hodgman of, of podcasting fame and the Daily Show fame and many other things. Uh wrote a pilot about his childhood growing up in New England. And the the clincher for me of it is when they were going to produce it, he was still going to play himself. 
as, so, as a younger kid. I, I, yeah. So like, oh, for instance, like he would go to his sixth grade class and everyone else in the classroom would be a child, but John Hodgman would still be 40-ish. I think he's in good. his 40s, John Hodgman. That that sounds like a real missed opportunity for some network out there. Oh, well, it, I would watch it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's truly the, the one that I most am like, why isn't this on FX right this second? The podcast so it's itself. Dead Pilot Society. Dead Pilot Society. All right. And that's from the Maximum Fun Network, right? Yes. They're so good. Uh, but I understand that you also have an honorable mention for a <laughs> podcast that you would like to plug. What's what's that podcast, Sarah? I do. Um, so my husband, Jason Edwards, and his best friend, uh, Kelsey Goldman, have a podcast called Ruin My Life, where they either just the two of them or they bring on special guests. I've been on it a couple of times now. Uh, bring something to the table that they love so much, it's ruined their life, whether that be a piece of pop culture, which I brought the movie Bring It On for an episode because I was flabbergasted to find out my husband had never seen it and that had to be remedied. Um, and then they've they've done things like the music of the Dixie Chicks or food from Taco Bell. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's a really fun time and also... I have to be a good wife and plug it if we're talking about podcasts. Oh, absolutely. It's called <laughs> Ruin, my, Ruin My Life? Ruin My Life. Excellent. Well, I hope our listeners will look for both of those. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. Of course. You're welcome. Hey, guys. It's Peter again back in the studio. I just want to give a huge shout out to Nick, Keelan, Dana, Katrin, Ryan, Tori, Mark, and Sarah. And thank them for being part of the podcast today and having some great recommendations. I know I've got some new things to listen to and I can't wait. Hopefully you do too. Uh, but maybe you want to share with us some of the things that you love uh, podcast-wise. Please drop us a line to podcast at situation.myc and let us know what you're obsessed with. Maybe we'll talk about it on a future episode of Inside Situation. Until then, have a great one and we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks.